Thank you, Jesus. Can we give a big hand to our Lord? You may be seated. Woo! Wow, 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 wow. Holy Spirit, thank you. Woo! Isn't the Lord amazing? He started to preach before I preach. The gospel of a kingdom. Say the gospel of a kingdom. Uh, I hope you're going to take note. Because you won't get all of this, or you must go and listen. Hallelujah. So that when we are through, you will be able to master something. The gospel of the kingdom. Say to your neighbor, the gospel of the kingdom. I want us to read in the book of Acts, chapter number one, verse three. Acts one, three. Acts one, three. Hmm. Hmm. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Acts one, three. Thank you, Jesus. He said, to whom also he presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs, being seen by them during 40, day, 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Now, this is Jesus has been with the disciples for three and a half years. And after he rose from the dead, they said he came to speak to them about the kingdom. So the last message that Jesus left to the disciples was a message of a kingdom. He said, and this gospel of a kingdom shall be preached as a testimony. Then the end will come. So unless we preach the gospel of the kingdom, don't talk about ends. Because he said, the sign, and when you talk about end, the end is not the coming of Jesus. Are people confused that? The first Jesus come, the end is there. No. After all this has happened, there's still a thousand years. And the great white throne will happen only at the end of the, five, the thousand years. So I don't know what end you, are you talking about. When we talk about end time, we are not talking about the end of time. We are talking about the end of a dispensation. And people confuse that. Confuse those terminology. So they say, the end time is here. Yes. Which end are you talking about? It depends. Because for your own understanding, the end time didn't start now. The end time started at the resurrection. So the end time is a concept it's not really a time, it's a concept. Whew. Hallelujah. So when you talk about in, we are referring to the white throne. Before that, there is no end. There is shifting of seasons. But what usher the whole thing is the gospel of the kingdom. Do you imagine Jesus being with disciples for three and a half years and only after his resurrection, the Bible makes it clear that he taught them about the kingdom. So what was he teaching them all this time? Hallelujah. What was he teaching them all this time? Question. 
He was giving them clues. What he was doing, he was giving them clues, but he hasn't unpacked the whole thing yet. The whole thing he impacted after his resurrection. Hallelujah. Hmm. There are three areas, before I define what kingdom, the gospel of the kingdom. There are three areas in the gospel of the kingdom. Three areas. Hallelujah. And now when I define the gospel, I'll tell you what, why I say that. Three areas. The first area of the gospel of kingdom is the realm of the spirit. Some may say the realm of the spirit. That's why I say I'm not preaching to baby Christian. Please. Some people can't cope here because they say they don't understand the messages. It's fine. If you sit here until sometime, you will understand. The realm of the spirit. Say the realm of the spirit. The realm of the spirit is a, a, a realm on which spiritual things and laws operates. And, and, and Jesus taught them about the realm of the spirit. When you talk about casting out demons and all this, that's a realm of the spirit. And, and unfortunately, the church got stuck at the realm of the spirit. The second realm that includes the gospel of the kingdom is called nature. 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 The nature you see. Jesus exercised dominion over the three realms, over the spirit, over nature. Remember the devil of the storm, what did he do to the wind? He spoke it, he stopped it. That is dominion over nature. Hallelujah. The third area of influence in the gospel of the kingdom is called the, let me, let me see what I put here, it's called environments. Environment. An environment includes circumstances. Hallelujah. We talk about the environments of politics. The envir- we create environments. Hallelujah. So, so, so say with me. Say the first realm is the realm of a spirit. Second realm, the realm of nature. And first realm, the realm of environments. You know the mistake that the church did is that we got stuck at the realm of the spirit. So somebody would be Holy Ghost filled, but he does not have money to pay a bus fare to go to Johannesburg. And he's praying in tongues to get there. And he's trusting God to be translated there. No, it does not work like that. And if we are ignorant of all this realm of, this, of, of, of dimension of operating, we will fall short. We will be very successful in one area, and the other area will be lacking. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I say hallelujah. Amen. Oh, you can be very successful when it comes to environment, but we lack the spiritual components. Hallelujah. So some people are very knowledgeable when it comes on mastery of environment, but they do what the Lord of the environment. Hallelujah. So these are three operations. Now, what is a kingdom? What is a kingdom? A kingdom is a domain of a king. 
it's where the king exercises dominion. That's what we call kingdom. The domain of a king and where the king exercises dominion. The word kingdom is composed of two words, king and dominus. King and dominus. Hallelujah. Now, when we talk about a king, we are talking about uh, somebody that has been placed to rule. Now, dominus is a Latin word for lord or master. So, it's mastery. So, dominion, kingdom is the dominus of a king. The mastery of a king. The lordship of a king. Where the king exercises dominion. Hallelujah. That's what we call kingdom. So, what is the gospel of a kingdom? The gospel of a kingdom is a gospel that enables the king to exercise dominus. That's the gospel of the kingdom. Hallelujah. So, so it's a gospel that empowers the king to be who he is. Because the Bible says that we are royals. Hallelujah. I, 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 want to, I want to shift your understanding because we need to understand that, that, that the word of God is full of many things that sometimes we don't understand. Hallelujah. Now, there is... There are many things in the gospel of the kingdom, like I told you. When you talk about the spiritual realm, like I said, Jesus did it. Jesus exercised dominion over devil and the forces of darkness. The Bible says that, that, that they brought many sick and those who are oppressed by Satan and he cast them out with one word. If you read Acts 10, 38, God, Jesus was anointed uh, to heal the sick. And release those who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. That is side of the gospel. I told you about the side of, 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 of mastery over nature. I gave you an example of when the wind came, it stopped the wind. Hallelujah. It changed his, the, 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 the scope of politics even in his time. In a way that the politicians were insecure. Because they understood Jesus has done me better than them. Jesus gathered more crowd than the politician. Hallelujah. He had mastery over finance. He knew where the money was. He got it from the mouth of a fish. So Jesus was not just somebody that came just to cast out devils. Therefore, Christians can't just be those who cast out devils. Christians must exercise the fullness of Christ. Hallelujah. I say the fullness of Christ. Say the fullness of Christ. Yes, 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 yes. The fullness of Christ. Now, one of the areas which I'm going to focus on on this series, I'm going to talk about just one area, and then I will see as, not today, but all this time, and then maybe on another season, I will do another one. But one of the area, one of the best way to exercise dominion is through wisdom. 
Hallelujah. I say full wisdom. Say wisdom. Now, in the world, dominion is exercised through power. Hallelujah. Now, power is, in the world, is the ability or the capacity to do something or to direct or influence a behavior. Let me say it again. In the world, power is the ability or capacity to do something. We call it power. Or to direct or influence the behavior of somebody. So when they say he has power over you, it means he has the ability to influence your behavior. Hallelujah. When somebody exercises power over you, that person has control over you. That he can manipulate even your own feelings. He can manipulate your talk. He can influence you so much that you talk like him. Then he has power over you. Hallelujah. So in the world, it's not wisdom the main thing. It's power. And the symbol of power in the world is called money. Come on now. A fool with money is respected. <laughs> Hallelujah. When they say it's very influential, they're talking about the money. A poor man, if they can't say it's influential, they say, ah, he's broke. I've seen many wise people but broke and people didn't listen to them. But I saw many fool pe foolish people and they become president. Because they had the money to pay their way through. So, you know what the church did? The church took on the spiritual stuff. And the church is broke. <laughs> Hallelujah. And the church is broke. To do things, we have to call these people. And then we justify the money of the, unright the unwicked will come to the righteous. Stop that note. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Hallelujah. God, you know, money buys many things in the world. But have you asked yourself one day, what buys money? What buys money? Huh? I just told you. What buys money? Let's read Proverbs. Hallelujah. Proverbs 16, 16. Proverbs 16, 16. Lord, help us. Okay. How much better to get wisdom than gold? To get understanding is to be chosen rather than silver. And let's read Proverbs chapter number 4, verse 7. Proverbs chapter number 4, verse 7. I don't know if the version will give me what I'll need, but let's read. And I'll tell you what I was aiming for. Proverbs 4, 7. It says, Wisdom is a principal thing. Therefore, get 
Have you realized that the Bible never urged you to get money? There, was no, there is no scripture that says, therefore get money. So there is a higher dimension that buys money. This is it. Yes. 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 So wealth is not created by money. Wealth is created by wisdom. Somebody say wisdom. You see, God was so impressed with Solomon. You know why? Because he understood that Solomon went for the right thing. If you read in 2 Chronicles, in 2 Chronicles chapter number uh, 7. No, sorry. 2 Chronicles chapter number 1, verse 7 to 12. 2 Chronicles 1, 7 to 12. On that night, God appeared to Solomon and said to him, Ask, what shall I give you? Come on, stay there, don't take it out. Remember, if God comes to you and says, what must I give to you? You will say a blank check, and I want to sign a couple of millions. <laughs> now you don't hear what I'm saying. If you want to be honest, I know you can be religious too. <laughs> if God can appear to you and say, ask me anything, you will be tempted to say, <laughs> you, 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 you will put it in a religious way. Bless me. But your blessing, you know what you want. So, God said, let's carry on. Oh, I like this. And Solomon said, you have shown great mercy to David, my father, and have made me king in this place. So, a king without a wisdom, wisdom is not king. He said, you have made me king in this place. Let's go. Then verse 9, he said, now, Lord God, let your promise to David, my father, be established. For you have made me king over a people like the dust of the earth in multitude. Now, give me, say, give me, give me wisdom and knowledge that I may go out and come in before these people. For who can judge these great people? Of yours. Let's go. Then God said to Solomon, because this was in your heart and you have not asked for riches or wealth or honor or life or the life of your enemies, nor have you asked long life, but you have asked wisdom and knowledge for yourself that you may judge my people over whom I have made you king. Wisdom and knowledge are granted to you, and I will give you riches and wealth and honor such as none of a king. Now, there is a catch here. Mm -hmm. God never said, when he said, I will give you wisdom, you know the understanding of Christian. Is that God says, I will pour, when he said, I will give you riches, he said, I will pour the riches from heaven. That's not what he meant. Because he knew that what Solomon asked, riches are included in. He knew that when you get wisdom, the natural thing to acquire will be wealth and all this stuff. He was not talking about pouring it from heaven because the sheep and the cattle that, that, uh, that Solomon had were not coming from heaven. They were coming from here. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. They were coming from here. So, so what you need to understand is that, wow, Lord help us. You see, 
When you ask for wisdom, you have asked for everything. Because the Bible says that wisdom was there at the foundation. It says wisdom, everything was created by wisdom. You can read it in the book of Proverbs. If you read Proverbs 8, 9, you will see what I'm talking about. But you know what poor people do? Can I tell you what poor people do? Poor people look for money. Hallelujah. Poor people look for money. Poverty is not the state of not having money. But real poverty is lack of wisdom. Hallelujah. You see, the spirit of poverty is the spirit that teaches you how to meet your needs. Hallelujah. The spirit of wisdom does not teach you how to meet needs. No. Poverty's mentality say, teach me how to fish. Wisdom say, let me own the pond. Because if I know how to fish, and I don't know where to fish, or I don't have, a, I don't have power over the area where I fish, I'll be with my rods and no fish. When the government made the ruling for uh, lockdown and the beaches and the rivers and everything was closed, even if you have a fishing rod, could you fish? Imagine if you have a pond at your house where they were fishing. So, so, so you see, the difference between us, can I digress a bit and talk about the black continent? The problem with black continent is that we are consumers. We destroy it. It goes to the system and come out destroyed. You see, the spirit of wisdom will look at something and know what can I do with it in order to add value to it. But the spirit of poverty say, how can I consume it? We kill our, our, our lions and elephants because we need meat. People came and took them and put them in a zoo and you come and watch them, you pay for it. We sold people because of mirror. Our kings gave their children to get mirrors. But they didn't know that that was main power for the farms. So the wise people came, took them to farms, gave you a mirror, you can look your face. Mirror, but you cannot exercise dominion. That's the problem we have. Africa is not a cursed continent. Africa is a continent with most people with a poor poverty mentality. Praise the Lord. Ah, uh, Mudimu is great. Listen. Listen. Listen.
Do you understand that the tires of your car, the tires, those come from a tree that produces gum. And somebody had the understanding of taking those gum and put tires. But in your village, you use that same tree for wood, firewood. You cut it and you burn it. And somebody understand, if I burn it, it's destroyed. I need to produce something with it. And when the devil wanted to get the church, the devil got the church stuck at casting out devils. And when you come to church, I want, I don't know my purpose. What is your purpose? No, I don't know. I'm not doing anything because he's not casting out devils. People say they don't have purpose because they don't preach. They don't have purpose because they don't lay hands on the sick and they don't recover. That very means a purpose. Can I submit to you that people that were healed in Jesus' time were all dead after that? So healing is not the end of the thing. There need to be a generation of people. My God, help us. There need to be a generation of people that will walk in the church that will understand that kingdom is not limited to casting out devils. That kingdom is related to mastery over areas of life. No, I want a business. What do you want? I want to sell clothes. What for? So that I can get some money. You failed. You failed. Because when you do that, you are not exercising dominion. You are just creating an avenue for money to come. People with the mentality of kingdom create brains. When you see them, when you know you wear Nikes and stuff, and when you see, you don't even know who made the Nikes, but you love it. Sometimes it's not that it's more beautiful than other shoes, but the name, the brand alone sells. Sometimes I look at the Nikes and I say, why are they selling it for over a thousand rand? While the other one looks better, they say, this one is no name. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, so poverty creates no names. Yes. I want to challenge you. Now, we have taken you divine. Now, we're putting you somewhere. Hallelujah. For you to be able to exercise dominion. Haven't you realized that when you wear a shirt with brand, you feel like you have arrived? <laughs> the ladies, my bag is a Gucci. It, you don't even know who Gucci is. <laughs> oh. I'm wearing a polo. Who polo is? <laughs> Jesus did not come to meet need. He came to bring heaven. You don't take what I'm saying. Jesus came for a branding. That's why Philippians say he was given a name. That's a brand. That at the sound of that name, every knee should bow. 
or things in heaven, on heaven, down earth. And every time confess that Jesus is Lord for the glory of God. Oh, this is a brand. It's like I'm the sound of Gucci. Every heart melts. I want a Gucci. I want a Gucci. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. Go to the mall one day, and when you walk behind people, just say, Mandela. Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela. No one will turn to you. But say, Jesus. There's a higher name. I said there's a higher name. At the sound of the name of Jesus. Say, Jesus. Jesus. It's a brand. Heaven package the product into a body. And introduce that product. And 2,000 years later, the product is still strong. Only those who know the working of a product and the value, only those people get the benefit of it. So when you say receive Jesus, it's a system for you to acknowledge the value of a name. Ay, 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 ay. I hope you hear me. Do you hear me? Yes. Say, I hear, I hear you. Let me tell you something about value. Let me tell you something about value. Because huh, the value, the value of something is what attracts the wealth. Do you know that, that, that wages are bound to the value that you put in time? Let me explain. Do you know you are paid for hours? So the lesser value you put to time, the lesser wages you got. If you take people, maybe some of you are not working, watching soccer, but I like to watch these people. If you take people like Messi and Ronaldo, it's not their name they pay, it's their value. It's what they add to the team. That's what is paid. It means that by minutes, that value reproduces money without him playing. So when we want to hire in a team, they are paying for the value that you will add to every second of a game. That's what they pay. So when they say they pay you, they pay them how many million euros. Just for soccer. He's adding value to time. The Bible says redeem your time. Do you know why? Because time is precious. If you know how to add value to your time, you will attract wealth. You know, people like uh, Tyson, Mark Tyson, he comes on the ring. People have paid millions. They have paid a lot of money to be there. One kick and the guy is down. Sometimes we wait, you know, when he was still uh, boxing, uh, the time uh, zone make it difficult for us when he's boxing in America. We see it in our country at 3 a.m. But we, we wait. We wait. You can even put your eyes like that, not to sleep. For, because you want to see Tyson fighting. The man comes on the ring. And you think, yo, what a game. Boom, the guy down. Oh, game finished. 
he pocket all those millions and he goes. What is your value, Christian? What difference are you adding to time wherever you are? That was his paid. What is your value? We all know that our value is the life of Christ, but do we know the value of the life of Christ actually? Hallelujah. People with money are people that understand the system. <laughs> people thought God promised Christian money. He didn't promise you money. No. No, no, no. He said he gives power to create wealth. So it's something you create. He does not give you money like that. You create wealth. But you create wealth upon the value that is inside of you. And you know, people go where things are valuable. You know, one of, some of you sitting here, you have gone to some prophet and paid five, ten thousand to see them. But when you went there, you came, your problem was the same. You know why you paid that? Because it showed you its value. But when you come here, prayer line for free. You don't add value to that. Some of you are paying to see prophets. You are still here, but you go pay. And when you go there, you come back in prayer line here. Or you think I don't know these things? <laughs> you have secret things in your houses. Yes. You have those wristbands and all those water in your houses. Because people understand that, that, that value, value is trade with money. Now, Jesus says, freely you have received, freely give. Now, Jesus is not saying that the receiver must have the mentality of free. It's the giver that has the mentality of free. I don't know if you check what I'm saying. So when it's received, when it's given freely, you must receive it with a price. It means you must value what you receive. But people think because freely it's given, freely it's received, there's no value to it. That's why we say salvation is free. That's our mistake. Salvation is not free. Salvation costs him something. And we that are receiving freely, you must receive with a mentality of a cost. Because if you don't receive a mentality of a cost, you will trample upon the blood. But if you receive the mentality of a cost, although it's given to you, you know the value that is in that blood. Come on now. I say, come on now. Ooh. So I just came to awaken you to something. You have everything you need inside of you. To influence time. And the moment you start to influence time, recognition will come. Some of you, you want to be promoted at your work, but you don't add value to the work. So you are praying against the devil. Not everything the devil is blocking. 
Some of you think, who are blocking it? I always tell my kids and my kids that in the church that are studying, when they come to see me, I say, study. Don't just pray to past. Study. Because it's a way of mastery. That lazy attitude that the church has must stop. People want to do business, but they don't take time to study the art of business. They just open a shop. God has blessed me. I open a shop, and then two years down the line, the shop is gone. Because you didn't know what to do with the shop. It's all part of the gospel. <laughs> you don't know what to do with the shop. You don't know how the market reacts. You just want to sell. But you don't even have a purpose in selling. Your only purpose is to get money. You are quiet. So, so you, 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 you can go to a church where they will preach you, hold on, hold on, hold on, which I do. But sometimes you need to climb. <laughs> you have held on for so long. The bridge is almost breaking now. Now you need to climb. For 10 years in Christianity, come on. <laughs> then we pastor, we hold you. Hold on, hold on. I'm tired, I want to fall. Hold on, Jesus is good. Hold on. <laughs> when Jesus came to the sick, he didn't say, hold on. He healed them because he had the answer. When you don't have the answer, you hold on. Give me power to hold on, to hold on. <laughs> it's good, eh? <laughs> I love the song, eh? And I sing it. But there's a time to hold on, and there's a time to climb. Say, I'm climbing that tree. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm tired of holding on. I'm tired of holding on. When everybody passes the tree, the tree, they know this is a Christian because he's holding on. <laughs> and and, and, and I, I, listen, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to demean or to speak down on somebody that does nothing. I'm here to tell you that if you have nothing, you can go from nothing to something. Don't die in nothing. Because God has provided an avenue for you to move on. And like I say, it's not about, I didn't talk, it's not about man, it's about the wisdom. And when you get the wisdom, everything falls into place for you. Hmm. Say to your neighbor, wisdom. Say it again. Hey, 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 hey. Woo! Hallelujah. How to acquire wisdom. I'm going to stop there. And then I'm going to start next Sunday with the seven pillars of wisdom. Hallelujah. If you if do yourself a favor, come Sundays. Let's sit here and let's talk. Family meeting. Let's talk. This family meeting is not to announce lockdown. This family meeting is to unlock you. Hallelujah. 
Because some have family meeting to lock you. We have family meeting to unlock you. Hallelujah. So, how to acquire wisdom? Wisdom, there are, there are two ways of acquiring wisdom. The first way is wisdom can be given as a gift. Paul talks about the gift of wisdom in 1 Corinthians chapter number 12. So you can ask for wisdom. Hallelujah. The second way, which is the best way, is to understand that wisdom is a person. Hallelujah. Wisdom can be a gift, but the proper way to acquire wisdom is to acquire the person of wisdom. Hallelujah. Let's read 1 Corinthians chapter number 1, verse 24. 1 Corinthians chapter number 1, and we're going to finish there. 1 Corinthians 1, 24. But to those who are called, both Jew and Greek, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. So Christ is the wisdom of God. So when you receive Christ, you received the wisdom of God. I said when you received Christ, you received the wisdom of God. So you already have wisdom. Come on. I say you already have wisdom. Say I have wisdom. Do you know why? Because you have Christ. And Christ is the wisdom of God. The Bible says Christ in you, the hope of glory, First, uh, Colossians 1.27. What is that glory? The perfection and the manifestation of wisdom. Amen. So, even the first way of praying for wisdom is a good way, but understanding will make you stop of praying that. Understanding make, will make you, stop, uh, make you develop what you have. You know, one of the most confusing ways, one of the ways that confuses the most is when you say you don't have. The moment the Christian says, I don't have wisdom, then you are dumb. You need to know, you need to confess, you need to believe that you have wisdom because wisdom is Christ. Have you received Christ? So you have received wisdom. Say, I have wisdom. Say, I have wisdom. And you must understand that Christ is bigger than the body that walked in Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. Christ was in Jesus. Ha! The body was called Jesus, but the person inside was called Christ. What you received was not a body that walked in Jerusalem. What you received was the person inside of a body. Which called Christus, the anointed one. What was he anointed for? You read the Bible. Everything that he was anointed for is inside of you. Because he's anointed for that. Hallelujah. Wisdom does not promote 
acquiring money and store it somewhere. No, that is foolishness according to the Bible. Wisdom promotes distribution. He said you shall be blessed, you will be blessed and be a blessing. The system of distribution is encoded in wisdom. But the system of foolishness is stinginess. When the men say, I have acquired so many things, I'm going to build stores, houses, and put my harvest in, and then my soul will rest and will take his delight. God said, you are a foolish man. He said, today, even tonight, your soul shall be taken from you. Why? Because wisdom is a system that vehicle the blessing and distribute it. So when you are wise, you are a giver. Ah. A giver is a wise man. And wise men always follow stars. Do you know why Mercedes puts a sign star? Because they say wise men follow stars. <laughs> when Jesus was born, the wise men followed the star. So the moment you apply wisdom, there's a star in you that shines. I'm finished. Hallelujah. We're going to study the seven pillars of wisdom. And, and after we finish the seven pillars of wisdom, you will not be a fisherman, you own ponds. Hallelujah. Amen. I was saying, Lord, you know, I used to say, teach me to fish. And Lord said to me, no, you don't need to know how to fish. You can hire people to fish for you. Yes. Do you know that those people that own companies, sometimes they don't know how they work, they don't know how to do the work, but they hire you to do the work. You become a power force and the wisdom controls you. So you need, to do, you need to come to the place where you are not thinking of how to do, but how to make them do. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I say hallelujah. Amen. Haven't you realized that the bosses are paid more than the employees, but the employees work more than the boss? <laughs> Some of the boss, they are in a private boat somewhere in Hawaii, while you are sweating here, at the end of the month, the money goes there and you receive just the crumbs. <laughs> we'll make you bosses. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Say, no, just I'm a cleaner. Now you own a cleaning company. I know some people won't like this one. When I preach like that, they say, hey, is he going into prosperity? No, I'm going into kingdom. <laughs> if you don't like it, stay where you are. We don't ask you to follow us. Just stay there. Yeah, you stay there. You don't need to judge. Just stay there. Hold on. Stay there. <laughs> Keep on. Hallelujah. Amen. I say hallelujah. Amen. You're going to get wisdom. Amen. I say you're going to get wisdom. Amen. You're going to get wisdom. 
so that everything you do, even heaven will be pleased. Because you do it with the abilities of God, not your own abilities anymore. You are working on God's power, not on men's power anymore. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. May God bless you. <laughs> wow. It makes some people think now. Does it mean that where you are at, it's a bad place? No, it's not a bad place. It's just a beginning. There's no bad places. It's just a beginning. There's always a starting point. We don't all start here. Some started the other side, but they are making the way through. Remember, in a race, if you start and you never ran, you will be last. So if you don't move, huh, you are last. But there are some movements that are not movement. There are some movements that are motion. Yeah, sit on a rocking chair. You have motion, but you're going nowhere. <laughs> so some people, they encourage themselves sitting on a spiritual rocking chair. And they go like this. And they say, raka shoulder, bo 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 bo. Oh, I'm moving. Then I'm all shatika. I'm moving. But you are not moving. You are just having motion. And motion can be deceiving. Because you think you are doing something. But when you look, everything is the same. And, and something about race also. Hmm. Something about race. There's, there's a principle in race that your position, your position is determined by the position ahead of you. So they say you are last because somebody was there. If you were alone, you wouldn't be last. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I'm praying in the name of Jesus that you may receive wisdom to apply God's words in a way that you never, that, you, that it will change you. The word of God is here to transform you. The word of God is not here to keep you at the same place. Hallelujah. So when you go home, what you pray is to challenge yourself. Lord, I've been in this place for long. I need wisdom to move on. Lord, I've been sitting in this place for long. I have been uh, pampering my emotion and say it's okay for long. Now I need to move on. And give me the equipment to move on. I know I have the wisdom, so I don't want to go away from myself. Can we all stand? I, I hope the images were good because I was moving a lot today. Are you fine, son? That is good. You know your dad likes to move. He tells me home sometimes, he says, you move a bit too much. I say, yes, that's me. Hallelujah. Amen. Lift up your hand. Say, Lord, Lord I, thank you I thank you for spirit of grace, spirit of grace and, wisdom. and wisdom. Thank you, thank you. for you have given me. You have given me wisdom. wisdom. Put your hands on your forehead now. Oh, my God, help me. In the name of Jesus, I decree right now that every mindset that is not of God right now will collapse. Listen, I'm speaking by the Spirit right now. Every mindset that is not of God, every mindset that keeps you in bond, that keeps you at the same place, now will collapse. Hey, help him. Will collapse. 
Every mindset that is not of God will collapse. Right now in the name of Jesus. Right now in the name of Jesus. Some will feel a manifestation, some not, but anyway it's happening. Right now, in the name of Jesus. In the, yet is, yet is, yet is, yet is, in the name of Jesus. Some of you have a poverty mentality. You don't even know that you have a poverty mentality. And some of you have a mentality that restrains you. You don't even know that you have that mentality. In the name of Jesus, right now. Yet is, yet is. The anointing of God is in the room. All over this place. I say all over this place. The power of God is coming. He said it gives power to create wealth. It gives power. It gives power. It gives power. It gives power. Right now, I break. I break every mindset that is not of God. I break it now in the name of I break it now in the name of Jesus. I break yet is yet is yet is. I break it now in the name of Jesus. I break it now. I break it now. I break it now. I break it now. Some of you, even you want to preach, but your mindset is wrong. Your mindset is wrong. God is breaking those stuff right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, your God is breaking them. He's breaking them in the name of Jesus. Yo, yo, I feel the power of God. I feel the power of God in this area. I feel the power of God. Woo! Quickly, I feel the power of God. 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 Now! Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for moving in our midst. I give you praise. In Jesus' name, you can maybe sit it. Wow. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Wow. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 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 Some people don't understand the spirit of greediness is not the spirit of money. The spirit of greediness is the purpose beyond looking for money. Oh, I hope I have time to teach some of this stuff. Because they say love of money is the root of all evil. Now, because that is said, people don't understand, he's talking about the, the, the intention of the heart when it connects to finance. Hallelujah. And, 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 and your wisdom will make you even follow God better. Amen. Yes. Wisdom will make you be a disciple of Christ. Because some of you are following him aimlessly. You wake up morning, oh Lord, I thank you. You have your devotional time and you go out. That's it. And then you come at night, you have devotion. That's it. And then you say, no. But I don't know what God wants me to do. It's a lack of wisdom. And you don't understand your own value. Remember, people that understand value in time are people that always prosper. Ephesians say, redeem the time. For days are evil. There are some people here that were saved with a kind of gospel that takes you nowhere. Hallelujah. And surely you will go to heaven because you are saved. Amen? But I want you to, to leave the whole way heavens to heaven. Hallelujah. So when you have that mindset, 
something starts to break. Something starts to really break because you know who you are in Christ. Because I tell you, wisdom connects value. So you know really who you are. And you know how to exercise dominion in the areas where you need to exercise dominion. Hallelujah. Then you are not praying for the sick aimlessly anymore. You are praying knowing dominion. Hallelujah. You are doing things knowing dominion. You are not doing aimlessly anymore. You are in dominion because you are the son of a king. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Amen. 